Hello, welcome, bienvenidas, bienvenidos, everyone, to Suelta la Sopa with your girl, Rosy. On my very first episode, I sat down with three of my good friends, and we talked about casual sex. We gave our personal definitions on it, our experiences, both negative and positive. We talked a lot about sexting, our nudes and dick pics. And most importantly, we di- we discussed the stigmas behind casual sex. Um, we our lessons learned and quite a few anecdotes on casual sex and dating. But I also want to emphasize that we recorded this before the protest happening right now in the USA. And as a non-black Latina, I stand with the protesters. I stand with Black Lives Matter, and I can speak on behalf of my other friends that I sat with. They also are with, they stand with the protesters and with Black Lives Matters. I also want to emphasize that I hope these 30, 40 minutes, um, you are able to disconnect from media and the violence that we are seeing constantly. Um, so please grab a coffee, un tecito, tequila, whatever you prefer, and enjoy. I think casual sex is like sex outside of an exclusive relationship, maybe? Kind of like you sleep with people, friends with benefits, or I don't know, something that isn't like exclusive, doesn't have a label, maybe? I don't know. Like, not boyfriend and girlfriend, just sleeping with each other. You're, like, sleeping together. It's cool. You're both on the same page that, like, you want to have sex. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. That's good. That's just, a really good definition. I like that. I agree with that. And I just, to add, like, I feel like casual sex is so, there's a spectrum, you know? Like, there's, you know, the down and dirty, just want to fuck, penis, vagina, penis, penis, vagina, vagina. Like, it's all about physical stuff. No emotional shit. Like, you but, need just to have sex. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you, like, are using each other's bodies, but you, you know, you respect each mm-hmm. other, but that's it. But then, you know, there are other, like, casual sexual relationships that are not as, that are not like that. Like, there is some, like, emotional attachment and bonding, and I think it just, like, depends on the person. Like, some people can, like, you know, just have casual sex and, like, form no emotional attachment, whereas other people form those emotional bonds without putting that sort of label, like, relationship label. So, it's just, like, so broad. It's a broad term. Yeah. Okay. Very much. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can agree with both of them. I think, I think casual sex is just people having sex with other people consensually, obviously, and enjoying each other's company. I don't think it necessarily has to be that you have feelings for with someone. You can, but, like, it you don't have to you can respect each other and care about each other at a friendship level or even as like a sex partner level um but it's something that i think is like very i don't know fun like it should be fun it shouldn't be something that has like a lot of negative connotations behind it or anything it should be exciting it should be a way to like liberate yourself and like if you want to sexually explore like you can do it maybe you fuck the same guy Maybe you fuck a bunch of different guys, or the girl fucks a different guy, or whatever, girl, girl, or guy, guy, whatever, but it's just, like, 
You're having dipping your toe time. into the pool and being safe and honest about it yeah. during it and then enjoying it and then that's it and when you don't enjoy it well you can not do it <laughs> say bye experiences with like uh casual sex or the hookup culture what, what's that with the experience with that for you guys i feel like not good <laughs> i'm just gonna like preface it with like that like i don't okay. think why good. why not good because i think to have casual sex with somebody you need to have like I don't know, respect for what the other person wants or, you know, be on the same page, be open about your expectations and what you want. And I just feel like, not in every experience, of course, but in a lot of experiences, people have lied about their motives or something and I've gone into it with an open mind or I've gotten feelings or they've gotten feelings or something like that. So I feel like... I don't know if I can say I've had, like, a really great experience with casual sex. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, there have been exceptional cases where it has worked out, but there have been cases where it just brought a lot of, like, toxicity mm. to, the, to my life. In that, yeah, like, what Effie was saying, like, you know, motives sort of, being unclear and people kind of just like betraying your trust and shit because yeah like there is not there isn't that like emotional or relationship label so you know it's it's kind of harder because I feel like the boundaries are less clear but I think with casual relationships it's very important to like um, establish boundaries and like to have open communication and so then for you guys, what you guys have stated, having negative experiences with the with the casual sex, with people not being clear and being lied to, what would have helped? Would have it have helped if, they, if that person would have been honest from the beginning, that it, boundaries would have been established from the beginning? What would be different? How would you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, how would it be, what would you guys change or do to make it positive? Hmm. That's a good question. Something to think about. <laughs> What's been your experience with casual? Sex? Well, as you know, I have not had much. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't really think I've had a bad experience per se. Um, I haven't had much of it, so I really can't give a really good like opinion about it or like how I feel about it. Um, what would then be an ideal person to have casual sex with, and what would that look like? I mean, is the... there ever an ideal person mm. to have sex with? Somebody you're attracted to, of course. I mean, Number my, one. My, my fucking perfect person in the world, someone I'm attracted to, someone who doesn't get jealous, someone who's open and communicative, someone who's honest, someone who's clear, someone who's good in bed. <laughs> um, oh. You know? But I mean, ideal is there always that person? Are you always mm. going to walk into meeting a person that's going to be that perfect to the get-go? Probably not. So, I mean, I guess those are, like, to me, it's more like, I have to establish my boundaries very early on. The rice. Oops. (laughs) Um, I have to establish my boundary, or, like, I feel like just me as a person or any person as a person should establish their boundaries at the beginning. And, but also, you can't control what happens later on because you might go in thinking it's 
gonna be fun and you're not gonna develop feelings and then sometimes those feelings happen without you knowing that and it hurts I mean I think casual sex isn't easy because like yeah there are some people that can separate feelings with sex and there's some people who can't and some people who think they can and then we're doing great are doing great or whatever but then it ends up becoming like a a problem so like I think there's like ideally an ideal situation it's just like I guess you find that person that's willing to work with you and when you have that person that's willing to work with you, it makes it a little easier. Not saying that it makes it like completely easy. There's still gonna be times where you're like probably gonna cross each other's line at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. So do you guys? I mean, then in that case, would it be into like mag- managing expectations? You know, because yeah. no matter what, we're like casual sex. It's just like whatever. It's broad, having fun, whatever. But at the same time, we go in there and we're like, we're expectations. Good and bad. Not be jealous, all these things. So do you guys feel like when you're in it, you have to learn how to manage your expectations? You know what I'm saying? I feel like it, there's also a difference between like a one-night stand or like a one-off hookup with somebody than somebody you're having, like, not routine, but like casual sex. Consistent casual on, sex. Yeah, on more than one occasion. Because, for example, using dating apps and stuff like that, I've had people like straight up be like, I want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, whoa, that's too fast for me. And like, yeah. obviously, we're not a match, so bye. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I've also had other people, and this goes with like the expectations thing. Like, I've had people pursue me for like three months, and like, we've met up a couple of times, and they act like they're really interested in you or getting to know you and hanging out with you, but really all they're after is like, hooking up or sleeping together or something so I think yes expectations need to be kind of on the table something you need to talk about because then if somebody's going after you for like pursuing you in this way like you get the idea that they're interested in you in more than just a sexual way and then in the end they're like oh, okay like, bye that was nice like <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I yeah. feel like that's a thing yeah I feel like uh from my experiences as well, like, people, like, paint you roses and butterflies, and it's like, no, just tell me from the beginning you just want to have sex, we can both do that, you know, yeah. that way I know what to expect, and not me thinking, like, it's going to be, like, a, a, a relationship. So. Yeah, and if you hit a road bump later, like, okay, then you think about it, and if you want to continue, keep doing it, if not, then not, but you need to be honest about your intentions, and with yourself, too. Like, yeah, especially with dating apps, I mean, I mean, there have been, like, men who have been, like, your house or my house, and it's, like, okay, whoa, why, why are we jumping to that conclusion? Yeah. <laughs> like, how about, like, let's have a beer, like, why are you just jumping, because, but, you know, like, people use dating apps for those purposes, to have, like, instant gratification, to have, like, quick sex, and, like, that's okay, but it's also other people who are sort of just using it because you know they are horny but they're also like they do want to meet new people and see what happens happens. exactly and it's hard to like set in i mean i think setting expectations and setting those boundaries are important but in the like on the other hand like some people sometimes people don't know what they want or what they're expecting like there have been times but they're open exactly so like there have been times where I thought, nah, I just want to, like, date around. I want to just, like, <laughs> fuck bitches, get money. Hell like, yeah. I just want to, like, see the people in the world. And then, you know, you either 
are doing that or are you you're seeing where it goes you're seeing where it goes or you start like a um consistent like sexual relationship with somebody and your expectations might change so it's it's challenging I also feel like dating apps are a little bit different here well at least compared to like five years ago when I was using them (laughs) back home like first of all I don't think as many people were on it as they are now Mm -hmm. living in like a big city compared to like living in a suburb or wherever like you get so many more options to say I guess (laughs) different flavors of people (laughs) that like I don't know like I found back home this was a long time ago of course but like people would be more like talking they wouldn't just like get right to the punch like do you want to fuck or it's like here (laughs) I've had more of that and I'm just like whoa like that's a little too fast for my taste hey like maybe some people are on it just to fuck and if someone's like yeah I'm down like cool that's great for them I'm glad that they're being honest with their intentions I guess so that's true that's true um well I don't know I mean I guess from your question yeah you I think you should manage your expectations depending on what you want personally I think that's, that's you can't manage the other person's expect- expectations of you but like you can at least be like clear as to be like okay like look like this is what I want out of this situation if you're cool with it like cool if you're not cool with it then like that's also cool like that's fine but like I'm gonna move on because I don't want to hurt anyone in the process sort of thing um also like if the person is cool with it and then that cool with it changes I think that should be okay for that person to bring it up and you should like you should just lay it all clear like oh you want them to be open with you about it and like so they know where you lay you are on the spectrum and then it'll be easier for them to let you know what you're like what they what they are like wanting because I think if you like open dialogue at the beginning more people are willing to like possibly be truthful to you and honest about what they want instead of just like you expecting them to tell you just like put it out there um but I do like dating app wise I mean I've not been on a date with anyone on a dating app ever and I doubt I will ever but when I was on it why do you say that because I fucking hate dating apps. I hate the way men will just be like, so where are you from? And they ask the most generic ass questions. And it's like, where's your personality? What the fuck? Like, get out of here. Or like, just the same tedious story. small talk. Or like, oh, you can teach me English. It's like, bitch, I charge 20 euros an hour. Like, <laughs> this yes. is my job. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like really stupid because like, people don't genuinely really give a they their impression of you is not yeah in normal day-to-day life your impression their your impression of somebody comes from their appearance but there's so much comes from seeing a person in person as opposed to seeing someone on a photo on a screen it's a lot more shallow yeah and we filter everything we post we make sure our pictures look good we make sure we look good we don't show like our true selves in that true moment like you know so it's like I think it's just like not for me it's just not something like I'm not attracted to men by just looking at a photo like I have to like see a guy and like see what comes out of them like what personality they have they're confident if they hold themselves up like what right you know like I want to see that charm and I want to see that radiate off of somebody and you can't do that over a photo so like I've just never been someone that like you're not very 
all about did the dating apps. Okay. I did try it recently. Didn't go well for me. And then I was like, this is why I don't do this shit. So, <laughs> but, you know. You tried. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. We I pushed you to try. Yeah. Like, I tried. It? And then like, that That's why, like, for what Martha is saying, like, that's why I don't, like, recently with the apps, like, I haven't met people, like, right away. Like, I've sort of just taken my time, like, texting, like, not talking to them all the time, but just, like, just, like, casually texting and, like, getting to know them better mm-hmm. and then meeting them, like, after, like, without a rush, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the pa- like the last two guys that I met, like, we only talked, we talked for, like, a couple months before meeting. Like, we didn't meet right away, and I feel like in that way, like, I was kind of able to get to know them better rather than just having that sort of superficial like you're hot like you like doing you like surfing and that's all i know about you and like not to say that texting is the same as means like talking to someone in person but it kind of just like was a good buffer like having like not having a rush was a good buffer to actually meeting them in person because i actually got to know them and so yeah i've seen if i'm actually interested like if we could like have a conversation um and like Outside of the small talk. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's outside of the small Absolutely. talk. Like, oh, like, how was your day? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's happening at work? Just, like, just, I don't know, like, updating each other on what we're doing, I think. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Getting a feel for them. Getting a feel for them, like, <laughs> yeah. more personality-wise before just, like, meeting them, like, within the week or two. Which is also okay, but. Very good. Yeah. I don't know. But also, like, I feel like I agree with that, but I also feel like. Sometimes guys, like, because you want them to talk to you about things that are actually relevant as opposed to them just being like, wow, you're beautiful, or, like, commenting or, like, trying to sext you, like, when you're like, okay, I want to talk about something real, I don't want to sit here and just, like, I want to see if I'm interested in that way with your personality, you know, then they're like, well, that's too much. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, oh, well, you're, now you want so much. Like, now you, like, want to know so, <laughs> so much why? about me, and it's like, that's not necessarily the thing it's just like i don't find i'm not like just into i'm not attracted to somebody just because they look good right yeah like you know what i mean you need that mental stimulation too so it's like if you talk to me about things that i'm interested in or that we're both interested in then like we'll have some more common ground the sex will be nicer yeah the meeting will be cooler but some guys are put off by you like wanting to like you're being too much that's why i don't pursue guys who are like that yeah Yeah. act the perfect way that these dudes want you to act then it's like they either like do some shitty shit where they insult you or fucking do something. Oh, yeah. Right. You. You're not even that cute or you're not even this. Or you're not even that. They just are shocked because, well, how could we have taken it? Like, I don't know. Like, for example, like, I won't say a name, but like, <laughs> this entire process of quarantine, this motherfucker has been messaging me every four fucking days. And like, at the beginning of the day, I heard both yelled. I was like, oh, this is not, we like, okay, like, he's interested, like, whatever, like, he's interested, blah, blah, and then he started, like, insinuating he wanted to sex, not yeah. with all those words, but, like, suddenly he just told me he was horny one day, I'm like, first just of all, I've met you twice yeah. in a group before quarantine, so I haven't seen anyone, I know that you're just horny, because you're stuck at home, and you've been stuck at home for two months, so I would Hello, kind of try to be like horny on quarantine. <laughs> right. And then he'd be like, oh, like he tried to get me to say stuff. He's like, well, what would you do to me? And I was like, motherfucker, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, even you. know you. And like, it's like, that's annoying to me because it's like, okay, can you like, 
I get it. Like, guys are, like, real stirred up and locked up inside this quarantine. They're having a hard-ass <laughs> fucking time because they can't fucking get themselves off for whatever reason it may be. Hormones is free. Like, guys, everywhere, buy a pocket pussy. It'll save you so much time. <laughs> like, it's just, like, seriously, dude. Like, it's, like, what the hell? Like, it's not cute. And then, like, it came to the point where, like, the other day, he texted me, like, oh, Martha, I miss you. Bitch, you don't know me. Yeah. Like you, what do you miss? You you, you barely know spoke like to me the bro. first two times we wow. hung out, and the only two times we hung out. So I sent him a weird meme of this little fucking blue like I don't know like Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just the meme was just like this little blue man. And his eyes were just like, oh. and then he was like, "What is that?" Not like didn't respond, and but then he, he sent me like funny. a crying <laughs> face. I saw it, yeah. and I was like, "You don't even know how to take." Like, I would laugh. I would laugh and be like, ah, yeah, probably that was too much or some shit, you know? But, like, no. (laughs) He, like, (laughs) was upset. But now he's not going to text me, which is great because I'm like, okay, like. That was what you wanted. I'm just over it. Like, I'm, like, every time I tried to have, like, a good conversation with him, it always ended up in some sexual fucking way. And it's like, we're in quarantine. Why are you torturing yourself like this? Like, (laughs) stop it. Put some ice on it. Like, bitch. Like, text. First of all, I have to have met you in person and you actually have some connected history. with yeah. you. Like, I can't just have hung out with you and then, like, you barely talk to me the whole night. Like, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm not sending you pictures of myself, first of all, because I don't trust you. Like, I'm not going to put my body kind of. out and there. it requires a bit of trust. Yeah, yes. it's, like, you're giving somebody something that you don't want to put Men, whoever listens world. to this, remember that sexting requires trust. A, a lot of trust. And for the men that I have sexted, you're welcome. <laughs> oh! You know how hard it is to get those angles? <laughs> I know. That's another thing guys don't realize. Is they're all like, yeah, okay, first of all, I don't, I, I'm not wearing like lingerie and my hair's done and my makeup's done at 24, 7 hours a day. Hell like, you know, no. Like, like I am, most of the time, I'm just like this and I'm sweating. There's like a sheer sign of sweat over my face. There's a nice glow. And for me to actually get up and fucking change put my nice underwear on get in the angles get the lighting right like that takes time we're goddamn photographers and then you know guys just take a picture like coming out of the fucking bathroom or the shower they're like foggy and you're like oh that's not even a nude like it's like i just i just spent 45 minutes taking like designer level fucking photos for you (laughs) lingerie style yeah (laughs) i just spent 30 (laughs) the dick pic that you receive is like the mirror is covered in like toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> like a mirror pick, like your dick is like just out. They haven't like, even shaved their pubes. There's just no and fucking effort. There is no effort. effort. Yeah, you like that baby, you're like, well, not really. I took it off. I took it off. <laughs> no, yeah. No. One time I spent 30 minutes in front of my vanity mirror just like getting the good angles of my ass to make Ooh. it like be perfect with like my lingerie. And then, like, what I got back was just so, like... Disappointing. Mediocre. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, fine. I mean, like, another thing is, like, okay, we I've got so many things that we can, like, show off. Titties, curves, like, the, the curve of our fucking waist, like... Women in general are just way more beautiful women, to look at. Yeah, yeah, women are just, like, more, Amen like, to that. sexy in a way. And men, it's like, okay, like, yeah, there are things that you find attractive in a man, but they're very normal things that you find attractive yeah. in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, you're not, like... Okay, yeah, they're butt, but I mean, they're butt, whatever. They're and they're hairy. But they're hairy. I love a good butt. <laughs> but 
we're okay, like, but... we're like, oh, their collarbones and their like Ooh. fucking hands. But like, I don't and... want to picture your fucking hands. <laughs> imagine, imagine. I think it's more of the feeling. I feel right, like, but they just more of the feeling. They send like, you a boomerang of their. <laughs> That's like some ah. foot pick level of thing, man. No, but I think for me, it's like I'm not as attracted to pictures as I am to like the feeling of like the hand on my ass, the hand on my face, yeah. the hands, yeah. the fingers running through my hair. Like that's more, mm, that that tickles my pickle. It yeah. tickles my pickle for sure. Like the penis looks great, but like there's only so many angles you can get a penis from, honestly. <laughs> like especially when a guy's taking it and it's his own penis. Like, you know what I mean? Like. He can but do this, he can do this, think, he can do this. Like, I think there's... for me, like, rather than a dick pic, okay, yeah, a, a good dick pic in sexting could be great. Could be great. But I feel like women are more mental, so, like, I want you to paint me a fucking picture, bro. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Type it out. Type I me a novel. I love do that. Do with that? Do y'all yeah. A couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I finally sexted X person. And I... What, what did you say? I was like, do you want to see something? Yeah. And she was like, do you want to see something? And I was like, what like, the that's fuck? Not, that's not cute. <laughs> you know who says that? I was like, I just imagined someone... Do you want to see someone, something? I just imagined um, someone being like, <laughs> I didn't know how to like... like it's so fucking creepy. Like, you want to see something? A pedophile would ask that question. Oh my god. I didn't know how to initiate it, because, like, he was always the one that initiated it, but I went out of my way. You want to initiate like, it? Cute pics, and I was like, okay, like, I want to send him this picture, because, like, I feel like I look really hot. And, you know, that was kind of the dynamic between the two of us. But then, when it came to sending it, I was like, I can't just, like, send a fucking nude with no text. So. That's what, that's what I mean, you could. You already already seen it. (laughs) He had not seen it before he read it. Before he read the question, he had already seen it. It's true. Okay. Valid point. (laughs) Uh, It could have been worse. Thank you for sharing that story. I appreciate that. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yes. Take the floor, Charlie. Oh, sorry. Okay, can I, can we get into the specifics of sexting? Absolutely. Okay, so I love when guys give you a play-by-play of what they're gonna do to you not just like i'm gonna fuck you but like i'm gonna start here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that so like i'm just like, reading through my sex like effie was saying yes right like yeah like i'm hopping stimulate off. me tell me i'm yeah the details. stimulation like sort of hopping off that i'm just reading through some of my sex and she's got a file no, there's just i just you know i look i up. used to have a dick i love file love. And then, I, then i deleted it and then i deleted it and then i was like this is who am I right now? <laughs> so I'm reading through these sex about like, can I get into the specifics though? Absolutely. Anat- like anatomy, anatomically, anatomically wise. Words are formed. Anatom. Okay, guys, I'm drunk. I've had. Like, I mean, margarita. I feel like I want to make more. I want to make more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, let's tell us your okay. story. Okay. After so that, this sex thing, can I go into a specific one? Of course. It's about um the. Like when the dick is rubbed against you, right, like right before it's about to go <gasps> in. You know that moment, like right before the dick's about to go inside you, and you're just like, <sighs> you see, like you see, like God with like po- like those birds. Yes, 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 exactly. That moment of anticipation. Okay, so okay, so we're getting to the point. He's talking about how he's like about to put it in me, and like how he's about to rub it in me, and like how when he wants it, and when you start to enjoy it like he puts it in slowly i will say the word in spanish suavemente 
with the drooling face. You know, you know who you are. <laughs> who else? Um, and just like, yeah. And next question is, how have others looked at you for your opinion on having casual sex? Like when you when you when you talk about. Or when you have conversations with other people, with your close friends, with family members, with acquaintances, with coworkers, how, how well, what has been the, the the opinions about that about casual sex? So I'll start because mine's yeah. super easy. <laughs> tell um, us, what, what are your thoughts? I don't think anyone has ever looked at me for casual sex advice um, or have a thought about me with casual sex because I haven't really had a lot of sex, so it's like. I haven't had, like, well, I've had, like, one casual sex experience, so I don't really think, like, people look to me for, like, advice on casual sex or, like, look at me as, like, someone who has so much casual sex. But I do think that I try to be as open and, like, open-minded and as, like, positive with people who come to me talking about their casual sex stories and, like, what should they do in some sort of situation? I do feel like I'm a good person to come to to talk to about it. Um, I think. I mean, I know a lot of people oh, who absolutely. have come to me. I have a lot of friends who are who do have casual sex or have had a lot of casual sex. And they've come to me for advice. At the beginning of, like, before I had sex to now, like, I think I have grown so much as a human being. Like, who I was before I had sex to who I am now, like, I'm so much more open and so much more open with just a lot of things well, and I whether try to you understand. have sex or not it's like you know as you grow up and you have different experiences and people around you do like you change your opinion mm -hmm. and you have opinions whether or not you've been in that situation yourself absolutely right absolutely yeah. and I think you you make a, you create a space of safety mm -hmm. and non-judgment so I think people definitely come for you for that yeah. for sure like I want people to come to me for that or like for the awkward moments like you know like it's not always yeah. pretty, and it's not always great. And I want people to be able to like turn to me for those moments, because sometimes you really have nobody else to go to. And you want to talk to your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, yes. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you've had the same experience as me or not. It's like I want to talk to you as another female, being like, do you like what do you think about this? Yes. Kind of thing. It's like yes. it doesn't matter if like you've been in the same situation as me. It's like. You know, we go to our friends for advice. We want to know if what you would do in this situation, like if to validate our emotions sometimes. Because, like, say you had like a weird experience and you feel weird or not really great about it, and you go to your friends, you're like, "Am I overreacting? Like, is this okay? Like, I feel weird about this. Am I just like, am I putting my own like weird spin on it, or am I seeing the reality?" And it's like it's good to talk to your friends from different perspectives. Of course, it's like. We, none of us have the same experience sexually as everybody else, so yeah. you need those different inputs, yeah. you know, from other people. No, I totally agree. And I think, if anything, having people talk to me about, like, their casual sex and what they won't put up with has taught me what I shouldn't put up with. You Ooh, know? that part. That like, part. I don't have experience with it, but, like, I think talking to my friends and being open about it and realizing what they've gone through and, like, the bullshit and the dumb shit or just, like... The shit that, like, you know, you grow up to be, like, I mean, us three, we're almost 30. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, you grow up to be, like, 
fuck this. We don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. And it, as someone who hasn't had a lot of sex, like, in her life, it's nice to realize that it's not just me who hasn't had a lot of sex that's fed up with it. It's everyone at my age who's just like, you know what? Like Feeling the same kind of Feeling the same kind of like, you know, we don't have to put up with this. No. And it's nice. It's nice to, like, be someone to talk to people about. Because I always was very nervous that I wouldn't, people wouldn't talk to me about stuff because I wasn't experienced or I didn't have as much, like, background as they did in sex. And that really upset me because I'm like, well, if you don't talk to me about that stuff, I don't learn stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I don't learn about what I should put up with. And, like, you shouldn't be upset about talking to someone who doesn't have as much experience. You should be like, I'm teaching you. I'm kind of helping you through this process without being like, it's like a collective kind of intelligence. All right. All right, ladies. Um, What do you think about the stigma of women who want to have casual sex like the stigma like for example i grew up in a very um predominantly mexican mexican american conservative household catholic household where it's like if you sleep around or if you date around you're considered a puta right but um so what do you guys think about women around our age in our 20s who because at this age we're technically supposed to be married and have a kid or at least married and have or have a house. serious relationship. Have a stable relationship. Yeah. But women who don't have a stable relationship, who are just, quote-unquote, kind of just dating around, are considered putas, at least in my culture. What do you guys think about women who want to have casual sex or the stigma behind that? What do you guys think? I feel like, for example, in my family, like, it's never been really talked about. Of course, like... Most of the girls in my family, we have had more than one sexual partner or the person that we are dating, like, is obviously our sexual partner, but it's not, like, an open topic, per se. It's not like I tell everybody in my family, oh, I'm sleeping with this person or I'm, like, just fucking with this person. Okay. I feel like... Maybe with my sisters, I would be more open because, you know, we, we've had that close relationship and if you have that close relationship with your sisters or your brothers or your cousins or whoever, like, yeah, maybe you talk about it. I don't know. Like, it really depends because, like, for example, in my family, there's certain people who are really conservative and then there are others who are, like, really open, very left-wing, like, very open to those kinds of things. So... I, I don't know. I feel like with certain people I can talk about it and express those things, but I feel like I talk about it more with my friends than I do with my family. And with my family or my friends who I do tell about those things, nobody's ever really given me like a negative feedback per se because we're all kind of in the same stage, you know? Getting to know ourselves, getting to know what we want, what we like, and and so on and so forth. So I don't feel like there's been like a negative kind of lash back about that but you know you do have friends who who maybe aren't as comfortable doing those things and that's fine like Mm -hmm. I feel like always within your friend group there's friends who are really sexually open or really not sexually open and that's totally fine and within your friend group you have to be supportive of what people want people need and that's you know you can't judge people because they want to have sex or Or they they don't want or they don't and either way it's fine and you can't judge somebody off of that so 
I feel like I've surrounded myself with people who accept me for who I am and I accept them for who they are and I feel like that's like a healthy way to have dialogue about this kind of thing so I don't feel like I've gotten really negative flashback about wanting to have it or having had sexual experiences or hookups and this and that like nobody's been like oh my god I can't believe you did that kind of thing so you know just but you do have friends who are not very open to having casual sex but they won't be like they won't judge you right of course yeah and I mean yeah I feel like most of my friends are kind of similar to me in that aspect like they're open to it maybe they don't have as much as me or they've had more than me but nobody judges each other off of it you know and I feel like those are the kind of people I want to have in my friend group and Mm. if you if you were in my friend group and you were so quick to judge somebody else like maybe you wouldn't really fit in do you know what I mean part of that group yeah so as in as like a an adult you kind of build that friend group off of people who who are going to accept you and, you know, not judge you off of what you want to do in your personal life. Yeah. Like that. So I guess, like, I mean, we have very similar backgrounds. Like, growing up in a Latino family, it's you're very judged by everything that you do, um, every aspect of your life. Um give a little background, I didn't have sex till I was 22, I didn't lose my virginity till I was 22, if you want to call it virginity, whatever, um, and I think a lot of the pressure was because I didn't want to let my mom down, and it was something that I didn't want to, like, like, mess up, you know, like, Mm -hmm. make it a negative aspect, and I think, like, before I had sex, it was always, like, you have to have sex with someone you love with, you love, or someone mm-hmm. you, like, mm-hmm. care, like, you yeah. deeply feel a connection with, and definitely that was the most toxic thing I, I think I've ever learned, like, grew up and learned, like, is that you have to love someone, and that person loves you, because sometimes that person doesn't love you, and you love them, and that's okay. they don't love you, and that's okay, like... I mean, I went through my shit, and, like, you know, it made me realize, like, sex doesn't equal love, and I think as, like, my mom, she would never tell me to her my face, but she's aware that, like, I don't keep things from her, like, she's not stupid either, like, if I say, like, a guy slept over, um, she knows what she'll that means. Be, she knows what that means, she's not dumb, like, she's aware, and... I definitely had to struggle with, like, overcoming that aspect, that judgment from my mom, who was, to me, is the most important person in my life, and her opinion of me matters so much, and, um, it hurt when she was literally disgusted with me for losing my virginity, and it hurt like a bitch, but I also was like, this is my life, and I'm gonna do what I want, and in the end... My mom had sex with one person her entire life, and was he the best human being? I I loved my dad's death, but he wasn't. So it just showed me that it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter in the long run. You can have sex with a bunch of people, and people can fuck you up, and people can hurt you. And that idea of, like, you have to have sex with just someone who loves you, it's just really toxic. Mm -hmm. And growing up thinking that and thinking that that person is supposed to be the person you're supposed to be with forever 
yeah. it's not healthy. And I want other girls in the future to realize that because yeah. there are other girls out there that don't realize that. And it's like, it's okay to have casual sex. It's okay to have sex. Mm. It's okay to lose your virginity if you want to consider it virginity. Yeah. But don't let anyone else make you feel shit because you made that decision. Yeah. Because it's not anybody else's fault mm-hmm. and casual sex should be something that like if you're comfortable with it if you are very comfortable with doing it that's all that matters mm-hmm. you don't have to tell the fucking world yeah. about it you don't yeah. have to like if you're comfortable and you're safe that's all that matters like yeah. if you feel okay with doing this thing you know what? it's your body and it's like other people might judge you on it but ultimately, it's your decision. Yep. And if you feel yep. comfortable, you feel safe to make that decision to have sex with somebody, that's your choice. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I also struggled with those things. Like, I wouldn't say I grew up super Catholic or anything. Like, my parents kind of left it up to me. But I did grow up in that kind of background where, like, both of my parents were raised really Catholic. So I thought, like, the person I lost my virginity to would be the person that I'm with forever and that's such a toxic way of thinking because maybe the person you lost your virginity to at like 16 17 18 whenever the fuck it was it's like that person probably wasn't the right person Mm -hmm. for you and that's fine and Mm -hmm. there's no like you shouldn't feel guilty Mm -hmm. about that because at the time when you did it it felt right exactly and it's like if I choose to have sex with somebody that's my choice and nobody can you know influence my choice that's my choice it's my body if i want to do it that's my prerogative and that's and that was the end of my first episode i hope you all enjoyed it got some good laughs out of it um had you all thinking about your own personal experiences with dating casual sex and Really do what's best for you, what makes you happy. You get to create your own narrative around casual sex. You get to create your own experiences around casual sex and dating. And also continue these conversations with your friends and your family because we do live in a time where casual sex is still seen as a negative behavior. But as we know, we are in the midst of... um, a revolution and I think it's been about a little over a week now with the protest um, that emerged after the death of or the murder of George Floyd so um, below I actually linked different places where you all can support uh, your local businesses but also donate money I have only linked two places in Portland because that is my hometown and here in madrid where i am living so i always say put your money where your mouth is and also educate yourself i also provide another link that has a ton of information and great readings scholarly articles about racial justice and our history with um with racism i hope to see to hear you all soon and If you have any questions, we'd love to share any personal stories, please, the best way to contact me is through my Instagram, my personal Instagram, and then also my podcast Instagram. I will see you all, hear from you soon.
Besitos.